You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. Just a quick note from our sponsor, Single Grain. So Single Grain is an ad agency that is owned by yours truly. And we mainly focus on helping companies grow their traffic and revenue. So if you need ad agency help, you can go there. And also, if you're looking for a marketing job, you can check out our careers page. So just singlegrain.com. And without further ado, over to the episode. All right, so today we're going to talk about five steps to building a YouTube channel with at least 100,000 subscribers. I'm going to talk about how I'm doing it and how you can do the same thing as well. So first, I want to share a story. With this YouTube channel, we were publishing videos and some would get 200,000 plus views, 300,000 plus views, and that's pretty good for a channel. You know, most of the views I was publishing would at least get, you know, let's say five to 10,000 or so views. And you could actually look at the history of this channel and you'd see that, right? During that time, the subscriber count was continuing to grow. The viewership was growing, but more importantly, we had an engaged audience. Along the way, something happened. The subscriber count started to slow down and also the views started to drop quite a bit. And I'm going to share a couple of lessons here, but also what I'm going to do to counteract these lessons in this video. And if you stay till the very end, I'm actually going to give you a framework that will give you much more engaging videos that will help you get more subscribers and help you grow faster in general. Number one is actually focusing on a specific topic. And so a couple months ago, I started talking about NFTs. I started talking about selling out with NFTs because that was my interest in the moment. Here's the thing. A couple years ago, the channel was strictly focused on marketing and business. And because of that, whatever I published around marketing tended to do pretty well and I would get recommended more. And I don't know if you noticed this, but when you watch maybe 50 to 60% of a video, maybe on a new channel, you're actually going to get more recommendations. Almost by default, you're going to get those recommendations. Those are your at-bats. That's your chance to entice people to actually click more. But if you have a video that they watch on maybe marketing and the next recommendation they see is on NFTs, they're probably not going to click that one, right? What YouTube's looking for, they're looking for watch time, right? But I actually think more importantly, they're looking for session time. How long are you actually keeping them on the platform? A lot of my videos were on, you know, five to seven minute videos on marketing, and then they want more, they want more, they want more, they want more, and they just start binging, right? And I actually just realized this right now as I'm recording, it's like with the marketing school podcast that I have, people often tell me they binge. Well, that means you have a binge watching machine if you're able to keep them on the platform and just keep giving them what they want. And if it's marketing related, just focus it on marketing. And where I went wrong the last couple of years where my growth slowed down, I decided to try to talk about different things. Like, well, you know, I want to talk about investing and I want to talk about NFTs as well. And that was probably the biggest thing, changing the focus. And by the way, if you like this video so far, hit the like button because it helps with the YouTube algorithm. So number two is obviously you have to be consistent, right? So consistent publishing schedule, whether it's once a week, whether it's once a month, like both of them work. For me, I want to aim for two to three a week. Okay. So that's what it takes to succeed. We've paid a handful of YouTube consultants that have millions of subscribers. And I hear the same thing over and over. It's, it's like, Eric, you have good content, but it's kind of just doing the same things over and over. And for me, as kind of the visionary type where I like to try a lot of different things, that type of stuff, like having to lock into an algorithm, it's an exercise in focus. And I think it's good for a lot of creators to exercise that focus muscle because that's what it takes to succeed at the end of the day. Now, number three here is a combination of short form and long form. So I would say this is a longer form video, but within this long form video, there are going to be sound bites where we can basically throw them onto shorts, into reels, or repurpose them to other channels. 
what I'm also planning to do here with these videos is we can repurpose them into squares for LinkedIn and then I can write longer form captions and then we're going to just continue to grow our reach. And the reason for that right now at the very least is because short form is getting a lot of priority because a lot of these platforms are competing with each other for the attention and they want to be able to drive that ad revenue higher. By the way, leave a comment below on what other topics you'd like me to cover. And what I would say is we are also looking to repurpose from, for example, I just spoke at a conference in Barcelona a couple weeks ago. We want to repurpose shorts from that. And also we can take some longer form, maybe five, 10, 15 minute segments and also throw it onto this channel as well, as long as the title is good. So really well-researched titles, really good headlines. The thumbnails have to be consistent where my face is there and then the same color too. So people know what to expect. And then in addition to that, thinking about goals, right? So actually my podcast co-host Neil, he actually does a good job with his videos where the main objective is really collecting leads, right? For us, I think primary objective is, you know, obviously deliver value, but a secondary metric there would be on hiring people, which you'll see the call to action at the end, right? So these are the goals. Now, the fifth step, my team graciously put together kind of a list of call to actions, right? Which you saw me do earlier. I'm going to read through these call to actions again. So you have an understanding of how you can drive the most engagement from your videos. Number one, the first call to action, which happens about 10% into the video. I said, watch to the end and you'll see this. Now, the second call to action is getting people to hit the like button. Number three is asking people to comment. Fourth and final call to action for this specifically is, well, I'm going to do it right now. If you need help with marketing, check out my agency, Single Grain. Or if you are looking for a marketing job, we're always hiring great people. Just go to singlegrain.com slash work. That's how it all works, right? These are the call to actions that will help drive maximum engagement from your video. And that's what's going to help for the long term. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.